1: Hey folks, today's show is brought to you in part by our Patreon page at bobseskashow.com. Absolutely the best way to support this podcast. You can sign up for as little as a dollar a month or as much as $15 a month. In fact, sign up at that $15 per month level. You're gonna get our Tuesday and Thursday shows presented without commercials. Plus, you also get two post-mortem mini shows recorded after the credits on our Tuesday and Thursday podcast. And more dings! You're also gonna get our subscription-only after-party podcast on Fridays with its revealing discussions about sex, drugs, rock and roll, and politics. Again, that's Show.com or click the all-caps Patreon link beneath the logo at bobseska.com. And now, let the cartoons begin.
2: Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters. Relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up, never surrender. This is The Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Hello? Hello, I was hurt at work today. Hmm? Yes. I'll have you speak to an attorney. Thank you. You're welcome. hello hello yes i was hurt at work today okay can you come to see me well listen to me i was very hurt today yeah right now my boss he reprimanded me and said some very vicious things and i'm very hurt about what do you mean hurt you were hurt by his words or you had an injury i well i sustained an injury but i was uh, initially hurt with his words yeah Uh, that's a very very sophisticated type of uh, case you have there Uh, can you come in to see me yeah, sure, but listen, he said bad, awful things, and I fell down the stairs, and my shoes fell off. Mm-hmm. And I feel very hurt about this. Well, you may be, you mean you feel hurt emotionally, hurt? Very, very hurt. Did you injure your body as well? Well, my head was bashed apart. Yeah, I suggested you come in to see me about it. We'll, we'll uh, file a claim for you. Okay. All right, then. My address, right? Sure, I do. I'm in any day of the week between 10 a.m. and 3 p.m. Right, you know what it's like to be hurt. Well, of course I do. And I hate that. Well, you have to come in to see me so we can file a claim to you. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you. Bob Seska. I don't know what we're yelling about! The Bob Seska Show!
1: <laughs> right there are the, uh, President of the United States talking to Attorney General Bill Barr. (laughs) From our nation's capital, it is Thursday, September 17, 2020, and this is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Hi, my name is Bob. Hello, Bob. Hello. Day 1,337 of the Trump crisis, 47 days until the 2020 presidential election. And oh, look, sitting right over there is the goth (laughs) ninja. I had a stall there for a second because I couldn't find your button. I hate when that Aww. happens. I... Oh, Bob,
0: I know you can find Kimberly's button.
3: <laughs> I was going to say all the guys say that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's harder
1: than other... Wait a minute. <laughs> what am I saying? I'm already it getting stopped. myself into trouble. <sighs> only a couple of minutes into all this and I'm already screwing myself. All right goth ninjas oh yeah i forgot to introduce you jody hamilton from the from the bunker podcast also on the sexy liberal podcast network from dash the dash bunker.com also at sexy liberal.com david t-rex ferguson from the t-rex report podcast also at uh astral summer astral summers is brand new uh, rock and roll project astral summer.bandcamp.com and uh patreon.com slash the t-rex report okay goth ninjas um Huge conversation I had yesterday with uh, the great uh, Dr. Mary Trump on Woo-hoo! the show. Oh, yeah, that oh, was so Yay. much fun. And he, she loves the Goth Ninjas. I mean, I was <laughs> mentioning <laughs> it last great. week. Uh, yeah, when I introduced you guys last week on the show, I said, "Yeah, uh, Mary Trump's favorite comedy duo," and I <laughs> and it's true. It's Uh, absolutely it's true. It's true. It's true. It's It's true. true What they say about the gospel. Some
3: things are true, and some things are true. (laughs) (laughs) It
1: works. Yes, it absolutely works. I love that Jerky Boys clip. By the way, we're going to get back to Mary Trump in my conversation.
3: Okay. What? Oh, just you know, a lot of awful (laughs) shit has happened to me lately. Oh yeah, from job, got a really sick animal. Just, but like knowing that the you know the woman who wrote that amazing book that Mary Trump is out there rooting for me. Yeah, <laughs> it kind of. Oh God, I was now. See, I'm just gonna start to cry. I know no. that right. was uh, that right. was the
1: first thing on my list. I wrote down on my was, list make, for the show. Make, today yeah? It was make, make T Rex cry. T Rex
3: cry. Yeah. 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 it's yep. So fun to watch. Because it's
0: hard for him to, to bat his eyes because it's really tiny difficult. Tiny arms. Yeah.
3: You know, tiny arms. Can't reach your eyes. Yeah.
1: Well, I could just cross Maybe that I have right.
3: Blow my nose.
1: Cross that right off my list. Make T Rex cry. That's already happened. So are you officially crying? Have you started crying yet?
3: I think I've contained it, actually. I think we can move on. The T-Rex cry watch. We can...
1: (laughs) The world... (laughs) Countdown clock in the
3: corner, like, before
1: the presidential debate. (laughs) That's right. The world is standing by. When will T-Rex start crying officially? Fifteen minutes after 1 p.m. on the East Coast, and T-Rex has officially started crying. Yay! I don't know. Why are we applauding?
3: Shut up, I audience. Don't
4: Stop that. really mean. Very
3: quickly, and ask for your, I, mean, I know many of you are atheists and agnostics, and don't pray, but if, yeah. if you do, give me your best, because my kitty, who's six years old, Travis, yeah. um, has, oh see, here I go. Uh, okay. Scottish upbringing to the front. Um, there you go. <laughs> Think haggis. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he's got a, a cancer. He's got a tumor. It seems very aggressive. If it's the kind of cancer they think it is, it's pretty much always fatal. If they, I mean, well, usually they amputate the limb that it's on, but it's so far up on his leg, it's too close to his spine. It, it, it's just. It's oh, that's very horrible.
1: Hard. Oh, my God. So and, he's in um,
3: surgery now, is what you're saying, right? Today he's getting a CT scan, blood work, and, um, God, what was the other thing? Uh, oh, another biopsy because the first one was inconclusive.
1: Oh, so so they don't know so, for sure, but they suspect that it well, is. Well, it's
3: a big ass tumor and it's grown really. <laughs> is fast. that
1: the official medical term? Yeah. Tra- Travis has a big a. ass tumor. T- yeah.
3: I mean, we hope it's not. I hate. To, I'm va- sorry.
1: See, you even you have to make cancer funny, T Rex. See, you there you to. go. And, and I'm laughing at cancer. Thank you. I'm now. I'm blaming you for making me laugh. <laughs>
3: cancer for being heartless but anyway <laughs> listeners send your send your love and your prayers and let's talk about what we're going to talk about next oh i don't talk know. about the I, don't know. I, was, I was mentioning the jerky butcher boys in the immigration detention center well we're going to get yeah we're going to get to all of that so uh, I... oh my god okay
1: <laughs> do you want to host the show today david is that okay so the reviews are in for my interview with Mary Trump yesterday. Uh, we talked about so many great things. You have to listen to this interview because we just hit upon everything from drug abuse to uh, sexual assault to Star Trek. I mean, every cool. point in between. Really? Boy yes, really? it was so much fun. Wait, is yeah it,
3: which, which Star Trek is her, is her thing? Is she like a next generation or an original series?: Well,
1: like, specifically, we were talking about both Discovery and Picard. And we, ah. we agreed on Picard. that <laughs> Picard is like, huh, I don't know about the tone of this show. Because for me, I'm a next generation guy. I love that me series. Too. And yeah. I wanted Picard to be a little bit more of that tone. Because we're getting all of the punching and laser battles in space on other Star Trek shows. And I was hoping that this would be more along the lines of the human drama that we got from uh, Next Generation. Are you bored Mm. yet, audience? Have you started falling asleep? (laughs) Uh, But yeah, that was, and she's also a big fan of Battlestar Galactica, the the new rebooted one. But I mean, we talked about the president's psychology, we talked about antisocial behavior, and what was great about talking with Dr. Trump is not only is she a member of that family, not only has she experienced firsthand what Donald Trump is like and all of the legal fracases and so on with her grandfather's will, Uh, you know, it was between that and having that experience and actually being a PhD in psychology between those two things. So incredibly insightful in terms of what kind of makes this guy tick, what makes the president tick and why he is ultimately so dangerous. But the uh, the reviews, I was really, really pleased to see everyone on Patreon coming out and and praising the uh, conversation. Ryan Norskog says on uh, Patreon, ever since she was on Unprecedented with Cliff and John, the Unprecedented podcast, I've been waiting for her Bob Seska debut and it was just as great as I hoped it would be. She's so interesting to listen to. Thank you, Ryan. Kaylee Druffel on Patreon says, so glad you brought up the drug abuse. The fact she brought up the projection that he uses mm-hmm. says it's probably true. And that was uh, part of the conversation. She, uh, Mary Trump mentioned, because I asked about Adderall. I asked about all that crap. And she hmm. said, well, I don't really have any evidence of that but the fact that he's calling but, out Joe yeah. Biden for using right. performance-enhancing drugs or whatever that's supposed to be. I mean, performance-enhancing drugs are like steroids, but mm-hmm. they're, I guess they're using it <laughs> in, in terms of cognitive enhancers or something like yeah, that that older people use I think
3: he's thinking take. ProVigil or whatever that yeah, is. Yeah,
1: yeah, those stimulants and so on. Um, but the fact that Donald Trump has brought that up about Joe Biden indicates mm-hmm. that Donald Trump is probably doing those things himself because he's loaded with projection. Kaylee Druble's. You would says,
3: think that someone who was that like 180, that their projection was such a habit, they would learn to cover that up at some point. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if yeah. they were like an effective sociopath. <laughs> well, when we get to when
1: we talk about Bill Barr later in the show, uh, we have to talk about how they're doing like the double flim flam projection uh, gambit because now Bill Barr, who is just like Donald Trump, loves to use projection as an argument, is now accusing the Democrats of using projection. So he's projecting <laughs> onto the Democrats something that he is actually projecting. So it's the projection of the projection is kind of what Bill Barr is oh doing. God. It's
3: really... An irony slashed her wrists in the bathtub and <laughs> left a note that said, no funeral.
0: Exactly.
1: Uh,
3: St- Stacy Uden
1: on our Patreon page said, enjoyed this no matter how many people like Dr. Trump weigh in, I'm puzzled the most by how this guy is a Svengali. Is it a, a mesmerizing personality or a blackmail list? That's uh, one I hope we learn about someday. And I, In fact, I asked Mary Trump about that. I said, what, what is it about Donald Trump that convinces all these people to support him and worship him, despite the fact that he spent decades as this cartoon character punchline in New York City? Like, we all know that Donald Trump is just a joke. And yet, for some reason, after he came down that escalator, it was like, well, who's this guy? Where did he come from? Did he just appear from another planet? My god, what a alpha man, manly man. Truth
3: telling. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. right. So honest. What a honest,
0: upright citizen, morally superior, <laughs> smartest guy ever. Loaded with you integrity. Know. Yeah. Great. You've totally. yeah, Got
3: a really good brain. Yeah. Totally. Really excellent, really yeah. terrific.
1: Uh, The Mm -hmm. the mayor of our, the official mayor of our Patreon page, Ziggy Blue, who we all love, uh, said, uh, Mary just sounds like a regular woman who happened to be born into this psychotic family. She is fascinating. And that she Mm -hmm. absolutely was. So we'll talk about that. she's
3: very perceptive. Yeah. She is. You know, I mean, you could be raised in that family and just by coming out without being an insane, raving, delusional um, narcissist you'd yeah. be a winner. Mm-hmm. But she's come out of it, it seems, with a real keen insight into how people's minds work and their, what their motivations are. It's
1: Well, it's quite incredible because she has actually become kind of an influencer on the left. She's become... Mm-hmm. Quite a big deal. Uh, among number bo- one
3: seller on of the year, and I mean, number one book of the year so far. Oh
1: yeah, she sold almost a million copies on day one. And you know what? Among all of the Trump tell-all books, uh, I mean, maybe save for like Bob Woodward, who's been doing this for sixty years. Right. Um, Mary Trump's book is the best written. Of all of the books that have so
3: good. come Agreed. out
1: over the you know, I would say over the past three years. All of these uh, exposes about what's going on inside the, the Trump White House. <laughs>
3: I wonder if she's listening and getting uncomfortable right now. Like, <laughs> oh guys, stop it. You know? <laughs> Hi Mary, we love you a lot. I, you know what?
1: I we had a conversation after the show, and I brought up the idea of coming back, and I think she might be back before oh, the election. Good. So we may have a uh, Dr. Trump back on, on a the show.
3: Thursdays. Yeah, oh, I mentioned
1: that that too i said yeah you gotta come on with the goth ninjas why not why not do that i think that'd be so much fun
3: Um, i just imagine myself getting like one question for president trump at the town hall and being like your niece seems super cool can we hang out (laughs) i I could just tell you right now if
1: if i get mary trump on with the three of us all at the same time It's going to be a blast if we can get that uh, all worked out. And the only thing that would keep us from doing it, of course, is the technology. The technology is the pain in the ass part of all of this. I like to go with phone interviews because it's the right. easiest to do. Everyone has a telephone. Everyone knows how to use a telephone. And so, fuck it. I just go with the telephone. So,
0: See, my new mixer has a way for me to plug in a telephone whilst I'm recording.
1: So- oh, see, you're so damn
3: lucky. I'm going to come to your <laughs> I'm house. I'm just sitting here making the jack off motion with my hand. <laughs>
1: Um, <laughs> can I'm we gonna, get back
3: to politics, please?
1: <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna steal Jody's mixing board. That's I'm just m- letting you know. If <laughs> you, you have see to me- come
0: out here, just meet me at Menchie's, and then you can sneak in, <laughs> That's right. steal it, and then I'll like be. What happened to Bob? Get my I was ninja, at my
1: ninja costume, and <laughs> with little suction
3: cups so I can mar- like crawl along <laughs> the ceiling and then drop down. Of course, the way I'm imagining it. They only make ninja costumes in Japanese sizes, so it's like stopping halfway down your arms, and legs. <laughs> yeah. Well, I swear to God, that would probably be the case. I have that. And you like go to leap over something, and the back just splits right from the crotch to the back belt loop. <laughs> you have no idea the
1: crisis I go through every time I try to buy clothes. That is absolutely the case. It doesn't I'm matter sorry. if they're Japanese. I didn't
3: size. mean to be insensitive. <laughs>
1: That's right. I'm so upset. You've totally triggered me and because I'm tall and I have a hard time buying clothes that fit. Um, okay, so let's get down to things. Headline of the week uh, this week is coming to us from Slate.com. I love this. Chris Hayes tweeted this out uh, earlier today. The headline is this wouldn't it be nice to get knocked out cold with a shovel for exactly six weeks and five days and I say
3: yes yes, <laughs> yes it would be yes. nice to just can we I just- keep thinking that like the the firm that could put people in suspended <laughs> animation until after the pandemic <laughs> yeah. would be gangbusters right now they mm-hmm. would be making so much money oh yeah'll just be like oh let me sleep until 2022 awesome <laughs>
1: Let's all line up. Maybe they can sponsor the show. Maybe we can get the the sponsor that's putting everybody into a medically induced coma to be a part of the show. And uh, I you know, because I would be a first online. If we could do like a safe medically induced coma until election day, I think <laughs> as that'd... long as
0: we all have voted before we go into said coma.
1: Right. Yeah, right. yeah. But this is uh, credit where credit is due. This headline was written by Ben Mathis Lilly for slate.com. And he writes here here's what I'll experience if I am conscious for the next six weeks and five days. One, anxiety every time a poll is released that shows Donald Mm -hmm. Trump losing the presidential race by anything fewer than 10 points. Yeah, that's Mm. definitely one right there. Spikes of even more intense anxiety before and during the presidential debates, which can only conceivably change the race in a way that is good for Donald Trump, right? That's the way this shit works, right? Anything that happens after those debates, You know what? Donald Trump could just sit on the stage and crap himself for two hours, and the press
3: would be going... I don't know about Joe Biden. Oh, tonight, Just, tonight was the night he became president. <laughs>
1: exactly. That's right, Van Jones. When he sat there and shit himself for an hour and a half, that's when he became president. And uh, we, all, we all screamed, Fuck you! Yeah, exactly. Uh, smoke scattering the sunlight in the upper atmosphere. A constant reminder that the opposite side of the country is currently going up in flames as the Trump administration, which is seeking four more years in office, oh, God, continues its policy of responding to the catastrophe by pretending it isn't happening at all, if not actively making it worse. Well, there's another one right there. Um, yeah, absolutely maddening. And I love when uh, Gavin Newsom the other day said... Called him out. Yeah, you know what, Mr. President? We only take care of 5% of the forests in California. All the rest is kind of your responsibility. And Trump's well, just there, not hearing a word and going... Uh, yeah, yeah, thank you. Okay.
0: Well, right. fi- yeah, 57% of the forests that are in my state yeah. are federally owned. Mm-hmm. 3% are owned by the state of California, and the rest are owned by private either uh, companies or individuals. So they somewhat have to deal with California as far as I'm sure their incentives for them to keep things. Well done. But, you know, most of the forest that's on fire right now that is actually forest mm-hmm. is federal land. And most of our fires are brush fires.
1: So it's really Donald Trump's responsibility, but mm-hmm. he doesn't want to be president of the entire United States. No, he already wants-
0: said if only if only the blue states, if we don't count the blue states, then our COVID numbers are great. They're still not good.
1: <laughs> good God. Oh, my God. They're also
0: still not good if we only count the blue, if we don't count the blue states, because out of the 190, almost 200,000 people that have been murdered by him. Yeah, and I don't say that lightly, mm. <laughs> um, right. because he knew, and, and we now know that he knew he wasn't just incompetent; he was malevolent. Um, he uh, ninety thousand of that hundred ninety plus thousand people are from red states.
1: Yep, yep.
0: First off, and secondly, there are very red districts in parts of California. Thank you very much, mm-hmm. um, and, and other blue quote, parts blue of Georgia. Exactly. So it's like fuck you, you fucking yeah. fucking fuck fuck. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's right, and fuck them, sure.
0: Exactly. And
3: Atlanta's blue, Athens is blue. I mean, the, the cities in Georgia are like my hometown is very blue because it's very black. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like,
1: <sighs> well, I, I just I, I wrote about this Tuesday, and I love it. Sometimes when Donald Trump confirms the thing that I just wrote about. Uh, you know, like within the 12 hours that I publish it. And that was perfect. So Donald Trump confirms exactly the thesis of what I wrote for Salon this week, which is that Donald Trump is doing like this reverse double negative secession thing where he is seceding the United States from the, usually it's the states that secede, not the federal government Mm -hmm. that secedes from the states. It's kind of backwards what he's doing. It's not a literal secession but he's just, like, wiping them off the board. He's like, it doesn't matter. That's all irrelevant. Anything that happens in places where, you know, people live right. uh, doesn't <laughs> right. matter. You know, you know where, where most Americans live, who cares what happens to them? I'm only concerned about my red hats. And as long as my red hats are happy, then I'm just going to be president of the red hats. And that's exactly what he's doing with this. Yeah, get rid of the blue states and, you know, the numbers will look a lot better. And as you said, Jody, they don't look a lot better. They look, no. in fact, worse. Yeah. And, it, it, and
0: they're th- getting worse. California's finally under 4% positivity rate.
1: <sighs> God damn it. We're, we're doing town. well.
0: We're starting to bring it down and, and yeah. that's good. Though San Diego County, apparently, they might have to put them back under a more strict ordinance. Mm-hmm. But there was a new uh, poll out from California that said 76% of Californians agree with at least what we're doing, tight-wise. And some of us want it to be tighter. And so there's only 24, 25% of us in this state that are like, nah, loosen it up. So there's your Trump voters in California.
1: Yep, and Jody, this should infuriate everybody. This USPS story, where Mm -hmm. the Postal Service was going to ship masks for free to Mm -hmm. everyone, Mm -hmm. but Donald Trump stopped it. Donald Trump killed that plan that could have saved
3: God knows how many lives. God, I hate that man. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm just, yeah.
0: Well, there was that wedding that had like 200 guests. Um, I I think Stephanie said it was in Maine. And, of course, a bunch of people from that wedding contracted COVID-19. And then seven people that also got it that did not attend the wedding but were, you know, in contact with those two hundred guests, mm. they not only got it, but they died from it. Which is why I really get angry with these fucking rallies. Yeah. I'm not going to a fucking Trump rally, but what if I'm near somebody that was stupid enough to do that or go to Sturgis or something? I didn't go, but I could die because of their stupidity. If it was just <laughs> them dying. If they were just putting themselves at risk, fine, thin the fucking herd. Yeah. I don't care. But they're I do care, but you know, it's they're they're infecting people that have The differing ideologies did not want to attend, you know, are trying to keep themselves safe and their family members safe, and people are dying because. They were near somebody that went to something that you know, and and that's that's what's so infuriating to me. Yeah, yeah. because like with with every night
3: in downtown Athens, man, the students are out, they're drinking, they're not wearing masks, they're not social distancing, and there is a massive explosion of cases on campus, like record breaking. And the university is like, well, we're observing social distance on campus; (laughs) it must be the downtown businesses. Jesus, they are actually trying to blame the city government. For no non- no 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 no. Keeping my, my the kids nep- out of downtown.
0: My nephew goes to boarding school up in Ojai, And so and it's a boarding and day school. And so all the day students are at home virtually learning. Oh, all God. the teachers that are living on campus and the 20, only 20 students that are living on campus, they were all tested, quarantined, they're in like the NBA bubble.
4: <laughs> and Jesus. And
0: so they're stuck there until next summer. Hmm. I mean, he's not allowed to leave even during vacation.
3: Jesus, um, like um, a Which submarine. you know,
0: which is you know, it's actually it's. I went to boarding school. He's going to have a blast, but because um, uh, there's <laughs> only 20 students on campus, you have the run of the place. Um, <laughs> trust me. I mean, yeah, it's it's weird and stuff, but he has his own room versus having a roommate. So and like his birthday was on uh, Monday, so my mom's husband went up to the campus, but they come down, take your stuff you know, UV light it, it, you know, make sure it's clean so that the kid doesn't get anything from my stepdad. You know, it's it's a yeah. full... They're keeping these kids as safe as they can while keeping them in school, and nobody's allowed to come visit them. All the teachers, are, they're all stuck there, but, you know he can't live where he was living, you know.
1: This is such a, a massive historical clusterfuck beyond yep. anything we possibly could have imagined. Yep. Uh, because, I mean, we rely on the federal government to make the correct decisions in situations yep. like this, and now we're at a point where it doesn't even matter anymore to them. Just, the president doesn't give a shit. It's just a massive, massive disaster. A disaster of leadership. I mean, obviously there's the health crisis, but then the lack of leadership in all of this has been mind-numbing. In so far as they could have fixed this, I mean Robert what? Redfield said it himself this week.
3: If they didn't just a- not fix it, they made it actively worse. worse. Yes, yeah.
1: Postal Service leaders drafted a news release announcing plans to distribute 350 million masks nationwide, enough to offer five face coverings to every American household. The document, which includes quotations from top USPS officials and other specifics, was never sent. But it suggests that the government's initial interest in tapping the Postal Service as part of its campaign to combat the coronavirus may have been far more advanced than initial reporting this spring. The Postal Service declined to discuss its specific dealings with the White House, Treasury Department, or Amazon about plans to distribute masks or finances, and then the White House killed it because, you know, fixing the problem would make Trump look bad. That's the reverse bullshit. It would have made him look bullshit.
0: great. That's like the, yeah. uh, Had uh, he done his job, he would be sailing, unfortunately, to a re-election right now. I do, you
1: know what? I don't know about that. I, I, I want to uh, actually disagree with you on that one, Jody.
0: Well, the economy would not be as shitty because we wouldn't have had to shut Taiwan has not had a new case domestically transmitted amongst community spread since April, because what they've been doing is testing, contact tracing and quarantining the people that are around. They never shut down their economy. Mm -hmm. They did it right. You know, so it's like there are countries that did what they were supposed to do. We didn't. Had we done that, the economy wouldn't necessarily it would be not doing well, but not doing as badly as it is.
1: Yeah, well, um, by I,
0: any stretch I, of the imagination,
1: I think that um, th- obviously the problem could have been solved if Donald mm-hmm. Trump had just done the right thing. There's no doubt right. about that. In, in fact, I've written about this where he could have done the whole Lee Greenwood, God Bless America, patriotic yeah. shit everywhere kind of thing, and and that could have been repeated with this, and it wasn't. Mm-hmm. But had it been, obviously, Trump would be doing better than he is right now. But of course, I, I still don't know whether or not he would be leading in the election, only because the negative partisanship thing, the Dr. Rachel Biddecoffer uh, thesis on how this election is playing out, where it's less about, you know, swing voters and more about people really wanting to punish Donald Trump. I mean, normals, Democrats, whatever you want, never Trumpers, whatever you want to call the uh, the coalition. But yeah.
0: But it, I think this pushed some of the, quote, undecideds, the, like the 10 of them that were at that ABC <laughs> town hall, because seriously, are you fucking yeah. undecided right now? Yeah, I know. But regardless... Uh, <clears throat> These people that are, quote, undecided because I guess they have four jobs because they're lucky enough to have one, um, mm-hmm. and they have other they just, things on They just mind. do
3: it for attention. <laughs> well, <and> they have <laughs> other things on
0: their mind, obviously, um, unlike the us who marinate in this crap all yeah, the time. Yeah. But but the fact is that had he done his job, the, t- the race would be a lot closer.
3: Yeah. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. Easier
0: for him to steal.
3: Yeah. It's but still I, disgraceful that it's as close as it is. I to know. Me. It is disgraceful
0: that it is. I know somebody here who lives in Woodland Hills who's like, "I'm a Trump supporter." And he's like, "He's done so much and I'm all, all of his friends. I haven't chimed in. I'm like, "What has he done?"
3: What's his big legislative accomplishment? What has he
0: done? Tell me what he's done and then I will kind other than he's well off, his family is well off, so he may have gotten a tax break, but hey, my taxes got worse because I live in California and I couldn't write off certain things federally this past two years because of his fucking tax changes. He's, so he's, I was hit.
1: Before the virus was sent to us from China
0: god
3: will they not shut the it's fuck up lie. about that
0: really because the Chinese want to kill their own people is yeah. that it? with you this tell?
3: Chinese attack he called yeah. it
0: we like,
1: had it, he said we had the best economy until they sent the virus to us from uh, China and that is a gigantic lie first of all second of all on the negative side he's done a lot of horrible things but in terms yeah. of the upside in terms of it's, his uh, favorable record no no there's well, just he, made up shit
0: well, people even chimed in and they said, "Well, what about the recordings of of him, you know, downplaying the pandemic?" And he goes, "Oh, he what, didn't want anybody to panic." It's like, "Fuck you!"
1: Yeah,
3: this Th- guy a- has sold nothing but panic since he got off the goddamn a- a- stage. and yeah. two,
0: there's there's a meme going around which is actually very funny, and I am getting this close to putting it on my friend's Facebook page and just going, "Hey." <laughs> It's a smoke alarm that doesn't make any noise because it doesn't want to panic you.
1: It's Trump smoke alarms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great.
3: Yeah, Brilliant. But
1: I mean, here's my it problem. Would be, it would
3: actually be a Trump smoke alarm if it like not only didn't make any sound, but it actually pumped out carbon monoxide. Yeah, made it worse. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly. God. Exactly. Here's my problem with that excuse the he didn't want us to panic excuse. If you that's accept that as an excuse, you also have to accept the other part in which he says, This is a super deadly virus. Mm-hmm. It is oh, my God! Someone sneezed in the Oval Office, and we all bugged out. We all mm-hmm. <laughs> went scrambling for the doors. Oh, and by the way, I didn't want to cause a panic. Yes, okay. Then there was something to panic about, is what right. I'm saying. Exactly. And, and but they is- don't hear that. No. I don't,
0: I, it's it's just the cognitive At- dissonance in his
1: supporters is just mind boggling. Well, no wonder they're going crazy. You know, the, we, I didn't want to cause a panic. Well, what did you not want to cause a panic about? Oh. The fact that this is a super deadly, super infectious virus that spreads through the air by the president's own admission to Bob Woodward. So, you know, you can't have the one thing without the other thing. It doesn't make Mm -hmm. any goddamn sense, but... Nothing does anymore, does it? Um, including these kids. You see the video of the kids in the Target store in, yeah. in Florida marching around without
3: fucking Florida. <laughs> without the goddamn mask on it? thank you,
1: Florida. Thank you,
3: Florida, for that. I mean, who's like, what are we gonna do today? Oh, we're gonna go to Target and it just like I mean, don't you have hobbies? You have, I mean, you guys are like just for the right age, you should be busy getting into each other's pants. Yeah. And you're like at Target dancing, singing about not wearing a mask. You fucking losers.
1: We're going to get ourselves on video. Look, we went viral with our stupid fucking prank. Yay (laughs) for us. We did it. Look at us all over Twitter. We went viral and 13 people are dead. Right. We went viral with the
0: virus. (laughs) Woohoo. It doesn't matter that
1: everyone's laughing at them for being fucking morons marching their way directly for the Brondo aisle at the back of Target. I mean, that's... It's got
3: electrolytes. God damn
1: it. It's
0: got electrolytes. It's what plants crave. Whatever.
3: I've never seen a plant grow in a toilet.
1: Oh, man. (laughs) It is American idiocracy. I mean, I've been talking about that since... 2016 in fact i remember in 2016 i was writing about it so much and like donald trump gets elected all these people supporting donald trump this is going to be idiocracy and my editor at salon had to go like bob can you stop with the- every week it's idiocracy with mm. you and i'm like but it it's is. happening it's happening okay i'll slow down with it but it's happening and we're seeing it now it is absolutely oh god the idiocrats in this country at some point, there had to have been a decision made by either Fox News, exec- maybe like Roger Ailes, or maybe it was something in the Republican Party. I don't know what kind of confluence created this, but they decided, hey, look, we've got this demographic out there that's completely underrepresented in our government. You know, the morons. Let's go after that moron vote now. So we're going to do everything we can to pander to the morons from now on, because they still vote. I mean, the moron vote still counts just as much as the normals vote.
4: Yeah. It does, and so
1: why not? Why not <laughs> appeal to that demographic? After all, they'll believe anything, so it's going to be easy. So we'll just do it. We'll just pander to them and win over all those votes. Fast forward, and you know George W. Bush and Sarah Palin and Jim Inhofe and Louis Gohmert and uh, remember Steve Stockman? He <laughs> he was a. Member of Congress from uh, Texas. He was the guy who said, "If fetuses were armed, we'd have fewer abortions." Uh, he would. was distributing that bumper sticker. Yeah, and he ended I up. I also
0: in, incorporated mine.
1: Yeah, uh, he ended up in prison. I, so, so all these idiots emerge in the Republican Party, and it's all because they're just uh, appealing to the idiocrat vote, and that's part of uh, why we're in this goddamn mess. All right, so uh, bacterias and viruses live everywhere, as we know. They're on your phone, earbuds, car keys, groceries, packages, wallet, even your face mask. Sanitizing these items is an important part of staying safe and healthy, but it can also mean using harmful chemicals that constantly need to be replaced. The Clean Phone line of products changes all of that. The Clean Phone brand offers a full range of sanitizing products that use ultraviolet light. This is the same technology used to sanitize hospital rooms and medical equipment. Just don't try to put it inside your body, okay? The Clean Phone products have been tested by independent laboratories and provide the best UV sanitizing for every need. The Clean Phone is a device designed for phones and household items. It even works as a wireless charger for your cell phone. And now add the new Clean Phone Wand, a portable handheld unit that can go anywhere and be used to sanitize tablets, computers, packages, groceries, and more. Go to thenewdealshop.com and select the right Clean Phone products for you. Get free FedEx two-day shipping, and as an added bonus, get 10% off FDA-authorized respirator face. Mask. Go to thenewdealshop.com now. That's free FedEx two-day shipping and a bonus 10% off FDA authorized respirator face masks at thenewdealshop.com. Go there now. Thank you. The Bob Seska Show. new single from Freak Bass and the Bump Assembly. This is getting on, and a brand new video out, too, for this. Some familiar themes in there, as well. Mm -hmm. Postal Service, trying to vote, things like that. Freak Bass is one of the greats, absolutely one of the great musicians, one of the great guys on uh, Twitter, one of the great follows, so make sure you follow Freak Bass. That's two E's in there, not E-A, it's F-R-E-E-K-B-A-S-S. The funk Masters of uh, Ohio, USA. All right. Uh, link in the description to uh, find all of the Freak Bass and Bump Assembly stuff. And uh, bobseska.com slash music if you want to submit. Okay. So, uh, Bill Barr. This is the erosion of American democracy taking place in the Department of Justice, among other places in the federal government. But Barr wants to charge protesters, he said, with sedition. So Mm -hmm. this is again. We're talking about American tyranny. We're talking about fascist Mm -hmm. tyranny in this country, where you know the freedom of assembly clause, the freedom of speech clause in the First Amendment irrelevant, irrelevant. Uh, As long as there's that
3: Second Amendment, as long as that it just blows me away that that none of them think about the fact that this can be turned right back around on them. Yep. Under you know President Kamala Harris's administration, we decide to criminalize whatever Tea Party mutant offspring (laughs) has sprung up at that point. (laughs) Yeah. And Throw them in jail for sedition. Why not? Yep. It's like just they they can't see past the end of their goddamn noses. It's just so infuriating. Yeah. Well, they
0: don't expect um, us to ever have an election again if Trump wins.
3: Uh, God damn it. Yeah.
1: It's exactly the same as to what uh, Mitch McConnell's been doing in the Senate with yep. this, uh, eliminating the filibuster and all these yep. shenanigans as far as uh, making sure he can squeeze through as many judges as possible, getting rid of the, legis- or not the legislative filibuster, but the judicial filibuster. Yeah. My God. The nuclear, yeah. Uh, what could possibly go wrong there if suddenly there's a Democratic Senate and a Democratic president, no more filibuster so great mm-hmm. we'll we'll take advantage of that too we'll have Absolutely. some of that they have no foresight it's all about the moment it's the it's trumpism the transactional decision making rather than any sort of long term i mean one of the reasons why we're in this fucking goddamn catastrophe is because the republican party used to have a long view strategy mm-hmm. they used to strategize decades in advance mm-hmm And that started with, uh, or right after Barry Goldwater and Stephanie Miller's dad Mm -hmm. uh, were trounced in 1964, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and the conservative movement was like, oh, fuck, this is bad. We need to do something about this. And that's when they started pumping all of this private money into the Republican Party. This is where the seeds of Fox News Channel get planted with Roger Ailes Mm -hmm. and uh, the Nixon administration and... Uh, Even you know, 1968, Pat Buchanan sending out Republican operatives to uh, stir up violence in the protests outside the DNC in Chicago in '68. So you know, we see all those seeds being planted decades ago. But now it's all about okay. Well, what's going to get us through the day? What's going to get us uh, to circumvent the the latest?
3: The next three hours. Yeah, yeah, that's Mm -hmm. exactly right. Uh, and mm-hmm. it's doing terrible things to our minds and yeah. to everyone's. Pers- I mean, because it's just. Well, I think we talked about a little bit this last week that it's a big psyop. I mean, they've made yeah. it mm-hmm. so repulsive and so just horrible to watch. They, they've people- fucked
1: with our heads so much. We're talking. <coughs> we're talking about whacking ourselves over the heads with shovels so we can be in a coma for the next six weeks. I mean, that's how fucked up the psyop is. Because Mm -hmm. it used to be, I used to look forward to, I used to count the months until the presidential election was started. I used to love this whole time of year or this, this whole event that we would get every four years, midterms every two years. And and so it was something exciting and it was you know the thing that I had always wanted to do. I always wanted to write about politics and especially during presidential elections. And now it's just like this dread, uh, mm-hmm. this feeling every time I open up my phone and it's just like I press the Twitter app on my phone and it's just like, Okay, what kind of goblins are going to leap out of my phone and scream in my face like Large Marge and Pee Wee's Big Adventure? It's going to be like, oh shit, what? (laughs) Like snakes (laughs) and vomit and bile shooting out of my phone all the time. And I think it's that way with everybody. Mm -hmm. I should say every normal. Um, And I feel like this
3: next, the period between the election and the inauguration. That's going to be scary. Because I think we're going to see, you know, people doing their like Al thing where they get in the back of their pickup trucks with their giant flags and they're going to yeah. drive to places like Portland and Athens. And oh, Austin. they're doing
0: it here on, on Saturday mornings, apparently in my neighborhood. No, I mean
3: with live ammo.
0: Well, I wouldn't be surprised, but they have been going up and down Ventura Boulevard. Catherine Fugate took a picture literally where I walk by in the mornings. And luckily it was late enough in the morning because I don't go out, you know, that late. But yeah. I might go out this weekend. Um, and wear my Biden Harris mask and just stand there and not say anything. And, and get shot? No. no,
3: stay home. <laughs> Kevlar, uh, at least Kevlar, Jody. Please. I'm am not kidding because like uh, you know they were just shooting like paintballs in Portland until somebody shot back with a real bullet and then the actual guns came out. It just mm-hmm. like I I this is not the time to be putting your body in harm's way. Yeah. Uh, to make a point.
1: Yeah, but fuck them. but David, them. don't you know that other than slavery. This you know, is isolating and wearing a mask—it's the greatest intrusion on civil liberties in American history, don't oh, you know? Well, As a Bill, Bill Barr, Bar. oh, yeah, uh, holy shit! These brittle, tiny little men, and of course, the motivation is to protect Donald Trump. They get—they're under the impression that people wear masks going to remind other people how terrible Donald Trump's response has been to the pandemic. So that's the justification internally. But externally, they're doing this thing where, oh, it's just it's about the civil liberties. It's, you can't tell people what to do in this. You can't have rules and laws. You know, you can't have Except things like, like that. seatbelts
3: and drinking ages <laughs> yes, and uh, voting ages.
1: With, and- within our lifetimes, uh-huh. there was a military draft where the government of the United States would send mm-hmm. you a letter compelling you uh, under penalty of law to mm-hmm. drop what you're doing to mm-hmm. go to a you know designated uh, army or basic training m- basic mm-hmm. go to basic training and then get sent overseas to possibly die and if yep. you don't die you may lose limbs or other infirmities other psychological wounds concussions mm. brain injuries all the rest of it and you're compelled to do that otherwise you're going to jail but you know, wearing a mask in Walmart for five minutes—huge violation of your civil liberties, right? You betcha. God damn it, these people! Holy God, these people! And Bill Barr is more dangerous than Donald Trump because he wields that authority. He now is claiming also that you know the FBI is his personal police force. He control mm-hmm. as Attorney General, he can tell the FBI to do whatever he wants them to do. And by extension, Donald Trump can tell Bill Barr what he wants the FBI to do also. This is what's boiling under the surface. You know, we see all of the Donald Trump trespasses against decency and the Constitution and the fascism and the tyranny. But then you see Bill Barr, who has his hands on the levers to really make it happen. By controlling the Department of Justice, by controlling a fleet of U.S. attorneys, by controlling the FBI, by you know, it's so harrowing that you know it, it makes sense for us to go la la la, not listening. Hit me over the head with a hammer, please. Right. Get your shovel and smack me in the face, so I can be knocked out until this is over. Ah, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! And if it, that wasn't bad enough, this guy Michael Caputo. This uh, Putin suit. Well, before stuge. we leave
3: Bill Barr, can I just say that I don't think he actually has a physical form. I think he's just sort of an amorphous <laughs> blob that floats around on anti gravity units, units like Baron Harkonnen yeah. from Dune. Yeah, yeah he just, because he always looks like the suit is just like running down out of the chair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just waiting <laughs> so for, for on
1: Princess Leia to come along. Uh, Princess Leia needs to come along and strangle him with a chain, you know, just, you know. yeah.
3: Yeah. And a yeah. bikini. Why
1: mm-hmm. not? Why not? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Uh, so, but then, then there's Caputo, the yeah. guy who's
3: like had his freaking nervous breakdown on Facebook Live or whatever. The ceiling, mm-hmm. the shadows on the ceiling are so long.
1: That's <laughs> so right. So long.
3: Oh, God. So it, long.
1: Again, it just makes me think. I keep going back to this with this entire crew. They're like meth addicts is what they are. The entire crew. Like. Co- <laughs> entire Trump what do you want to, and I'll change they're that they're like to eating is.
3: Adderall I'm sure they are I mean it's just like you know they have a big bowl in the middle of the table like Pez or Party <laughs> or something, and they just like <laughs> take giant handfuls of Pro Vigil and just stay up for a month one yeah month. yeah <laughs> Oh my God! But this yeah. Caputo guy—I mean, wasn't he like his caddy at some point, or is that Scavino? Or oh God, I don't which know. But is this guy,
1: yeah, Caputo uh, used to uh, work with Vladimir Putin, so he's uh, right. absolutely uh, so he's a natural to be spokesperson
3: yeah. for the CDC, of course.
1: Yep, yep. yep. I mean, doesn't
3: that just immediately leap to mind? It's like qualifications I want in a CDC spokesman: Hey, former Kremlin mouthpiece. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, he's taking a leave of absence now. Good for sixty days. For his own protection, I hope. But but it could
0: fall on a bag of glass, and I don't know, maybe into some knives, and maybe he drinks some tea that you know has a little bit of something, something in it.
1: Or fall down the stairs, and his shoes will fall off. Up, he falls falls
3: up the stairs. Falls up the stairs. Doing some reservation in his seventh floor apartment, and he just you know decided to jump out the window.
1: It just happens. (laughs) 60 days paid leave,
3: by the mm, way. Nice. So we're still going to be paying nice his goddamn paycheck.
1: Well, you know what? There's also uh, some new jetpacks made of beef. Uh, we talked about this <laughs> a couple <of> years ago. <laughs> Those are my favorite. Of, did I say, I said we talked about this a couple of years
3: ago, is what yeah, I was said. No, we did, actually. It was four, that long because ago. Because time moves that way. I as know. I was it was 14 days ago, but yeah, who's counting? Uh, you know, I need to know are they kosher?
0: <laughs> yes. The and, and jetpacks made of the f-
1: beef? Yeah. Yes. With,
0: yeah, with the fire hose of tennis balls, it's very difficult to understand what day it is. Oh, yeah.
1: no, that was so great. Stephanie coined that one on Tuesday when I was on the or Wednesday when I was on the Wednesday, show. Yeah, I yeah, see so yeah, I lose track of time. Oh my see? god. What's wrong with me? Yeah, it's <laughs> a fire yeah, it's hose of tennis balls. It's more like tennis hose of
3: fireballs.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, yeah.
3: It's
0: just a <laughs> tennis machine of fire hoses or whatever, you know. It's the same.
3: Fuck.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Okay, so the two big uh, Middle East peace deals that uh, uh, Jared Jared Kushner has brokered. (laughs) Oh, right, him. Um, Yeah, turned out to be uh, jetpacks made of beef because they're... Well, let's start with uh, the main event from this past week. Both the UAE and Bahrain already communicate and engage with Israel, and the three countries were not locked in anything close to conflict. The UAE-Israel strategic relationship was fueled by mutual fears of Iran and formalized by the United States. It's an example of Trump slapping his name on a hotel that was essentially already built. Again, exactly. look at this great peace deal. We're calling it the whatever accords, and we're gonna sign it in a big event, and we're just gonna basically write down the shit that's already happening. Uh, it's yeah, kinda,
0: it's just kinda like kinda the Egypt-Israel deal. It's exactly like that.
3: And of course, you know, it's. <laughs> I just I, have you noticed his nose is getting smaller and smaller. It's like it's what, like Trump's really nose? really rich people. No, Kushner. Oh. Because you're like, it's like, he's like this, I think certain really rich people, they get into crisis mode, and they think, I just need to get some plastic surgery. And it'll make everything, it'll freshen, th- you know, rejuvenate, and I'll like get hold of this PR it's cycle. Like,
1: I said, I just said to you, David, I said, oh, Trump's, Trump's nose? And you're like, no!
3: Oh, Kushner! <laughs> just kind of, kind of a little... Well, little. I mean, it's, like, nothing is going to... I mean, no one is operating on the president's face, clearly. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's just, like, as loose as a. Uh, I I not want to think about it. Yeah, so... It. But, um, right, right. Well, the other thing... Yeah, no, Kushner, like, looks progressively more waxy and ventriloquist <laughs> dummy-like, like, every time I see him. Jesus Christ,
1: yes, you're absolutely right. Uh, and the other, you know what the other jetpack made of beef is? Uh, the vaccine, The vaccines, oh, another one. Yes. Here we go. Well, <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> There's a jetpack, man. Thank you. I just gotta make David. <laughs> I like the fart noises with that.
3: But... I can't figure out if you're doing that live each time. I'm doing it live. Well, I yeah. I knew oh, it. I knew it because it's different every time. will do it live. <laughs> <You> go, <"Yo."
4: laughs>
3: Let's all do it together. Just as a group once. By <laughs> Let's the start way. Start up again. Come on, Bob. We're gonna all do it together.
1: Okay, this is <laughs> here we go.
4: We'll
1: do it live! Shit. Fuck it! Oh, so juvenile. You know what? Oh, uh, we are. I think I was actually hit by a shovel or before we started the show today. I'm I'm beginning to wonder. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now
3: he's got him giggling. <laughs> Yay! He's giggling. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm check... just sitting here thinking, you know, oh, you know, all the years of education and scholarly work, years in journalism and studying, just so I could sit here at a microphone and go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, that's what makes it fun, though. You
3: know. Okay, so I can check this off my
1: list. First thing to uh, check... Uh, make- Mary Trump doesn't like this anymore.
3: <laughs> She's just like, oh, for, uh, I mean, the Goth Ninjas really jumped the shark at it. <laughs> yeah, I, I liked them until
1: it was all about the farts. Yeah. Something about jetpack made of beef. My God.
0: We are so not intellectually enough to be around her that, yes. that it, it's like it, it, I would just be quiet and listen.
1: Oh, man. And you know what that reminds me of? That loud farting noise that we all just made together as, gr- <laughs> as grown-ups is... Uh, uh-huh. Apparently, Noel Kassler told a story on Kimberly's show yesterday. Noel Kassler was on Kimberly's I podcast. Start, start, that. Yeah, start me up. Good. And apparently, the president... And this is... I got to categorize this as a rumor. I I don't know how the fuck you could even prove something like this. But apparently when the president would get angry, like really, and he would start raging out at people, he would just shit himself. I mean, that's the... Oh, my God. So gross. It's like some it's so sort of... It makes sense. It makes because, sense. Because, I mean, you
3: look, you look at his angry face. I mean, there's clearly, like... I mean, there's that famous one of him getting with big F. Yeah. You know, like, you know the one I mean. And it really does look like he's about to drop a crab cake <laughs> in his drawers. I mean, I don't know, but, it, but it,
1: it makes me think of that dinosaur in Jurassic Park that spits the green goo at Newman. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> in the car. This, with the, it's the wrong direction. I know, but it comes out of his ass.
3: It there was a the difference. But you know, I mean, you got to say, what better model for the Trump economy? Like, <laughs> <you> know, like. <laughs> shit. Literally shit.
1: Um, so back to uh, Dr. Robert Redfield. No, say I'm going to stay Redford. on natural
3: defenses for a minute. Okay. Like, wouldn't it be cool if you could open up like big flaps in your neck like a monitor lizard when you're agitated? Just turn around I and know. be like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would, and, they, and shoot blood from your eyes at the same time. That would be even better. Just no. like somebody stands too close to you at the DMV with no mask on, and you just turn around and shoot blood from your
1: eyes. The Dilophosaurus, another edition here at <laughs> Jurassic Park. Oh, God. I can't, see, I, They're learning. I don't know what I ate for breakfast today, but somehow I was able to produce the name Dilophosaurus. That's how very fucked nice. up I am. Yes, thank you very much.
3: Yeah, I know. Very nice. You know, back to Doctor, what was it again?
1: <laughs> what I don't know. Doctor Robert Redfield, the head of the yes. you know the head of the CDC, uh, mm. said during congressional testimony that you know a mask would help. You know, as
3: uh, much as a vaccination. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then the president, you know, and the president then goes, he didn't mean that. I didn't didn't mean I talked said. to him and he told me he didn't mean that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then red and then Redfield had to backpedal. He had to yeah. he had to kiss Trump's ass. He had to give Trump his whoopie and say, oh here, Mr. President. Here's your whoopee. Stand
3: up, motherfuckers. Fucking Stand up, well,
1: I mean, how how can anyone trust the CDC now that the head, the director of the CDC, is just dancing whichever way Donald Trump wants him to dance? And it's just fucking infuriating because we're not getting this I mean look the American people are good with emergencies if they're told the truth if they're given a mission and instead all it is is a bunch of fucking lies so everyone's just running around with their hair on fire it's absolutely insane did you
3: guys see the video from inside of the plane that ditched in the ocean outside of Honolulu no
1: no I didn't how awful
3: it's really scary and yeah. it's when the water comes pouring in it's just like so many nightmares all at once and yet the thing you notice is that nobody's screaming everybody's cooperating yeah. nobody's yelling mm-hmm. everyone's like put, you know put on your life jacket and like that's how we do yeah in a crisis we will work together but when we don't know what's happening and we can't see out the windows people start freaking out you yeah. know mm-hmm. and it's just it's just like the author of the um the great pandemic or the great influenza um John Barry said like Doubt leads to fear, fear leads to uncertainty, uncertainty leads to panic, or I can't remember the word. Yeah. Is Doubt it or, leads to uncertainty, uncertainty leads to fear, and fear leads to panic.
1: Yeah, or as Yoda once said, fear leads to anger, <laughs> anger leads to hate, and hate leads to suffering. So that's... Nerd. Nerd! But you know what? You know who I bet got that reference? Dr. Mary Trump, because...
3: Yes,
0: of course she did.
3: So did yeah, I, but... Right. <laughs> you know, I sometimes, when people start getting on to me about being old, I want to turn around and be like, when my age you reach not so good you will look. <laughs> oh my God. So here, the
1: uh, let's compare the medical qualifications between uh, Dr. Robert Redfield and Donald Trump. Dr. Robert Redfield has a medical degree from Georgetown. He's a professor at the University of Maryland School of Medicine. He served on advisory council for the HIV AIDS uh, committee under George W. Bush. Served in the Army Medical Corps for 20 years. Has been the CDC director since 2018. And Donald Trump's qualification? His uncle taught at MIT. <laughs> Of the, uh, but of course we're going by the guy whose uncle taught at MIT. We're going by
3: his word on you know science. And the dumbest guy you went to high school with on Facebook. Yeah, horrifying. <laughs>
1: but you know what? I want to go back to your airplane story because I had a terrible dream the other night. And we're gonna, you know what? We're gonna take a break, and I got to tell you about my nightmare for the other. I rarely have nightmares, but I had a nightmare, and I think it was about the election, and it scared the piss out of me. It was a horrible, horrible nightmare. Hey, you want to stand by for that? <laughs>
3: Feel better. Yeah. Whee! I'm already kind of feeling like I may be having a panic attack. (laughs) Uh,
1: We'll get ready for this story. Uh, Now that we've said goodbye to summer, it's time for things to get back in our everyday autumn groove, right? Everything is flavored with pumpkin spice, and before you know it, the leaves are going to start changing color. And with so much changing around us, it's increasingly difficult to find that extra time for you, the time you need to take care of yourself and to look your best. With Plexiderm, all you need is 10 minutes, and you can look 10 years younger. It is Photoshop in a can. Plexiderm is a clinically studied serum that gives your appearance the right kind of changes. Visibly reduce wrinkles, fine lines, even under-eye bags in just a matter of minutes. And in fact, Plexiderm even works on laugh lines, number 11s, and crow's feet. Take 10 years off your appearance in less than 10 minutes. The results will last for hours, so you can take the family apple-picking and look your best the whole damn time. You can try a six-application trial pack for just $14.95 with free shipping when you visit TriPlexiderm.com or call 1-800-685-1292 and mention the code VOICES. This order also comes with free shipping and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Make those wrinkles, lines, and under-eye bags disappear with Plexiderm. Visit TriPlexiderm.com or call 1-800-685-1292 and say the code VOICES at checkout. Thank you. Bob Seska! one of those songs that I just want to keep playing and playing and playing. This is uh, from the UK. This is a band called Reno. Uh, They were around in the late 90s, early 2000s. And if you uh, were a fan of The Sopranos, you may have heard this song in The Sopranos, an episode of The Sopranos playing in the background. And the uh, vocal sample is from Nancy Sinatra. So how about Them Apples? Cool. That's oh, wow. cool. Yeah. This song was out, uh, this particular song called Thinking About the Good Times was out uh, in 2002, around there. Uh, but sometimes nice to bring some of these tracks back. I don't think Reno even exists anymore. Well, yeah, you know what? I take that back. They have a new single out that I d- did not have on hand. <laughs> for today's show so i'm still i'm still waiting to get that single uh from the guys from reno because brand new i think it has something to do with the election too so it'd be nice uh to work that in maybe next month um so my nightmare which Mm -hmm. i seldom have nightmares but the other night i had a doozy one of those ones where it wakes you up uh because it's so harrowing Mm. i was on an airplane uh, not a regular commuter plane but i was on a I was on a private jet. I, you know, naturally when I'm dreaming well, about as, being as an,
0: one would, <laughs> right? I dream like and, you
1: do. Yeah, I have nightmares <laughs> in style, is what I do. Uh, I mean, why not? Because it's just a nightmare. It's not going to cost me anything. So why not go for the private jet? So I'm sitting on a private jet, and the extent of what I remember is I'm talking on my cell phone with Kimberly, and then suddenly something happens to the plane. Where there's just a turbulence or something shakes the plane. And then suddenly I look out the window and we're nosediving. I'm just headed straight mm. for the ground, just dropping out of the sky. And in this dream, I was awake all the way until the plane hit the ground. Oh <laughs> my God. Terrifying. Uh, and of course, when the plane hits the ground, I'm, I wake up. But as the plane is falling, I'm going, oh my God, this is really happening. This is actually happening. The plane, I'm in a plane crash. I'm going to die in a plane crash, is what I'm thinking in the dream. And the last thing I said in the dream was, I say on the phone to Kimberly, bye. Bye. (laughs) Terrible. But I mean, the the point is, is I think this is a dream about the election insofar as if everything goes haywire and Donald Trump is reelected, we will experience something in this country that was heretofore unheard of. Like you never really imagine yourself being in a plane crash. You also never imagine yourself oh, living I've in a country it
3: way too many times. But. Oh well, maybe. Yeah, but I mean, in fact, I've had that very nightmare before.
1: Yeah. Um, well, you, you don't actually. I mean, you seldom experience it in the context of it. Where I experienced every moment of the plane just falling from the sky and hitting mm, the ground. Mm. And so the way I connect that to the election is that. We've never been in a situation where we're experiencing the rise of fascist tyranny. Where it's very possible, if things go awry, if Bill Barr gets what he wants, people like us. In fact, I asked Mary Trump about this yesterday on the show. Do you think people like us will be arrested if Donald yes. Trump wins reelect? And yeah, and her answer was yes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yes, she thinks that she in particular will be arrested
0: very likely if
1: Donald Trump gets reelected. And so that's I think what the metaphor was, what the dream was all about. I'm not really into mm. dream interpretation, but if I had mm-hmm. to interpret that dream, that's what I would figure it to be. Oh god. <laughs> so <laughs> hey, oh
3: god, he can't win again. Happy Thursday yeah.
1: everybody. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: We have to we have to show up in such numbers that there is no way that any state can say they cannot certify their electors. Right, right. Because oh, that's the Twelfth Amendment right. issue problem that could <clears throat> happen, and yeah. and and that's quite frightening. Um, the fact that Florida starts counting their ballots before election day that come mm-hmm. in early is good.
1: Yeah,
0: and um, they're trying to block that in Jersey. I think right now the Trump administration is suing Jersey to not allow them to count any ballots that come in early. They can't start counting until election day, which mm-hmm. is fine with me. As long as they're counting on election day, fine. They should. If if I put my ballot in early. That should be counted as as long as it's validated and yeah, it's working, good. Yeah. Count it. Put that in as a as a whoever, you know, that goes in the Biden pile. Um and then who my friend in Woodland Hills it goes in the Trump pile. I don't care when they're count as long as they're counted so that we know on election day Florida yeah. does do that and if Florida falls, it's over for him.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Mm. If
0: it goes to Biden, it's done. He He's done. And yeah. He cannot win without Florida for sure.
1: Nope, absolutely not. In fact, what I'm looking at here, my latest electoral map, which I keep track of because I'm crazy, is uh, Biden 319, Trump 218. Uh, Give or take. I hope it's more than that. Give or take an electoral vote here or there. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm giving uh, Arizona to Biden. I'm giving Florida to Biden currently in this map. Of course, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin. Wisconsin is looking especially safe. Knock on wood, don't get happy. Wisconsin is, I should say, Wisconsin is looking safer for Joe Biden right now. Um, Plus, here's some good news as far as the ballots go. The Green Party has been officially booted from the ballots in Wisconsin and Pennsylvania. Oh, yes. I think the news of the Pennsylvania one just came down today so they can start printing those ballots officially now that they've got the Green Party. They've got that situation worked out in court. So that's done. I mean, obviously, there's going to be some sort of fuckery that's going to go on with third party voters screwing us all again. Um, but I mean, at they least can still be, write in shit, but yeah.
0: it'll be, yeah, it'll be less
3: likely. Yeah,
1: At least it won't be Green Party, which is going to yeah. be good,
3: so... Uh, I gotta tell you what's something that just happened to me. I just reached over to take a big sip of my iced coffee. I fly, ran into my finger, fell into the iced coffee, and died in front of me.
1: Oh, my God.
3: Aww. Like, it's disgusting. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't that healthy to begin with. It was just why it ran into me and fell into the drink. But <laughs> it's it's like, just like goodbye, cruel
1: world. It's like a like a, a suicide bomber or something like that. Fuck it. Yeah. T- <laughs> you know,
3: like, it was like twitching, and then it stopped.
1: Yeah, it's like, goodbye, cruel world. I'm so sick of Donald Trump. Yeah. It, it was offered to you as an offering.
3: You know, yes. I think unless germ-terrifying times, I would probably just, like, flick it out and continue, but... Uh, I think I'm gonna dump this one I
1: yeah. love that That was an offering It was like tribute
3: The
0: fly to offered himself to you You should drink
1: him To the gods It's like a fly was to an Aztec gods. Right yes. this...
0: And he offered himself To the god of T-Rex <laughs> yes, so... That's exactly
1: right You hear this little guy You're Aww, in there David is literally T-Rex. The lord of the flies is He's the he...
0: lord of the flies
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sucks shit. to your asthma um, yeah. <clears throat> Fuck all right. You know what? We got to gotta end the show, Seth. On that note. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how can you top <laughs> a fly committing suicide? And you can't. In David's coffee.
3: <laughs> it's so unfair. It's oh like still two thirds of it and it's ice cold because it's in like a temp cup, you know, but with the lids off. <laughs> and I was it so was- looking forward to it. And it was like bonk a uh, 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 you know. See,
1: the fly heard my story about the airplane and was like, "Yeah, I should try that.
3: Yes. I should do that.
1: Dive bombing sounds like a great idea." Um, Maybe it was trying to
3: freeze itself until the election. <laughs> yes, that's right. Laying down an ice cube. Maybe if I land on T.
1: It's cryogenic, exactly. Shit. Okay. Well, more to come. <laughs> More fun and frivolity left over for the post-mortem show. That's on our Patreon page. Yeah.
0: Bye, Kimberly. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> bye, Kimberly. Bye. <laughs> this is how we do it. Bye. Bye-bye. Right.
3: Bye. Oh, Mwah. man. So, Listeners, as always, thank you so much for your support. And yes. you know, keep coming back. We, you're why we do it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm.
1: Right, right. And also, uh, patreon.com slash Show. That's where you can hear the post-mortem show. Uh, when this music is done playing, we keep on talking for about another, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes. That's the post-mortem show. You get two of those a week if you sign up at $5 a month. $5 a month to get you two of those, uh, Tuesday, Thursday, plus, uh, yeah, every week. And if you sign up at $5 a month, you, or you sign up at $10 a month, you get the post show plus the after party on Fridays. If you sign up at $15 a month, you get all that stuff. Plus, we take the commercials out of the free show. For you. How convenient is that? So that's a fifteen dollars a month. Again, bobseskashow.com, show.com, or just click the all caps patreon link beneath the logo at bobseska.com. Meanwhile, Jody Hamilton can be found at from the bunker.com, also at sexy David Ferguson's Astral Summer Project, all the great music happening over there, Astralsummer.bandcamp.com. Get to downloading now. Also, uh, patreon.com slash the T Rex Report. David, you were on uh, the Stephanie Miller happy hour last week, too. It was so fun. So you got to listen it was to that. So fun. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Such a great episode, such a great show. I listened to it in the car as I was on my way to find yogurt and get yelled at by a Karen. So I, I told that story on <laughs> Tuesday, just, just refreshing, the, uh, refreshing the mix here. Okay, uh, post mortem show coming up next. We'll see you over there, folks. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Now that you've said goodbye to summer, it's time for things to get back to our everyday autumn groove. Everything is flavored with pumpkin spice, of course, and before you know it, the leaves will start changing color with so much changing around us it's increasingly difficult to find that extra time just for you the time you need to take care of yourself and to look your best with plexiderm all you need is 10 minutes and you can look 10 years younger plexiderm is a clinically studied serum that gives your appearance the right kind of changes visibly reduces wrinkles fine lines and even under eye bags in minutes plexiderm even works on laugh lines too number 11s whatever that is and crow's feet take up to 10 years off your appearance in less than 10 minutes And by the way, the results are going to last for hours. So you can take the family apple picking and look your best the whole damn time. Even better, Plexiderm doesn't involve any visits to a surgeon and costs less than a round of pumpkin spice lattes for you and your friends. You can try a six-application trial for just $14.95 with free shipping when you visit TriPlexiderm.com or call 1-800-685-1292 and say the code VOICES. This order also comes with free shipping and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Make those wrinkles, lines, and under-eye bags disappear with Plexiderm. Visit TriPlexiderm.com or call 800-685-1292 and use the code VOICES at checkout. Thank you.